Well, welcome, Nerdy Knights, at the well-rounded table to Bohemian Geek Studies, where we take extremely dorky dives into our favorite fandoms. I'm the Queen of Queries and Defender of Droids, Sarah O'Connor. Welcome, everyone. Hello there, and hello there, and hello there. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there. Colleen McMillan, <laughs> Jedi Master and Rebel Scum collaborator. And I am Pirate Jedi, Anders Drew. And I'm your ambassador to Naboo, Flo Siegel. We truly run the gamut here in terms of break from Padawan to Knight to Master, but no matter the rank you carry, one thing remains constant. Much to learn, we still have. Very, very true. And today we are here to say Happy Life Day, everybody! Happy, happy Life, life day. day! Today on Bohemian Geeks. Geek Studies, we are celebrating the release of the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special on Disney+. Plus. Uh, it officially debuts today as of this recording, but probably by the time you see this, it'll be a couple days later, so November 17th. Ta-da! It was written by David Shane and directed by Cal Cunningham. But before we actually get into the details of the special itself, let's grab a drink from the cantina, head to Kashyyyk for some delicious tip-yip, and take a look at the legacy of both Lego Star Wars and the franchise is passed with holiday specials. So Colleen, can you punch it and give us just a little background on why Star Wars fans might be a little nervous when they hear the words Star Wars holiday special? Hmm, I guess the Star Wars holiday special. Are it's we sure special. that wasn't a feeble dream or like a nightmare, a fever nightmare maybe? Uh, this was a 1978 TV special that you can watch on YouTube. But or if it you have it on DVD. Or I am shocked. I am my brother shocked. gave this to me for Christmas last year, so it's in my wow. Christmas decorations. How did you find it? That's I have no idea. <laughs> I can't contraband DVDs. Oh my gosh! As you can tell from our reactions, this is a notoriously <laughs> infamous special among <laughs> fans and cast members because of how god awful it was <laughs> and is. God awful was and is. It features Chewbacca and his family in a variety show format style that includes weird musical numbers, mm, alien cooking shows, and VR alien porn in the middle of a living room. Mo did not believe me when I said that that happened. No, (laughs) it happens all right. My first time watching it was like two days ago because Anders made me and I... I could, I couldn't. The VR she sent me a text that was just like, Anders, I hate you now. <laughs> Stop watching. Don't watch it. <laughs> oh, and if you look really closely at the actors when you're watching, you can tell that they are clearly stoned out of their minds. Every single one of them. I mean, um, Hamill looks wild. Yeah, they all do. Like, they all look like wild. Something is like somebody put something in something because they are all <laughs> establishes life day. The Wookiee holiday that was actually canonized in Mandalorian's first season, first episode. <laughs> Speaking of today's episode, Anders, can you give us a few details about the Lego Star Wars content? Absolutely. So Lego Star Wars is my personal like quarantine discovery that I found <laughs> after we all started going on lockdown. And it is my go-to absolute comfort watch. It's just pure joy. Right. So in addition to several video games that have come out throughout the years, um, up on Disney Plus and on YouTube, there are several actual like full-on series of LEGO Star Wars content. You got the Freemaker Adventures, Droid Tales, New Yoda Chronicles, All-Stars, and several associated shorts. And it's all this kind of somewhat parody, comedic take on the Star Wars universe. But one of the things I think that really makes it stand out is 
the respect that they really do have for that source material while still putting their Lego spin on it and playing, if you will, with the canon and kind of the rules of the universe. So highly recommend you guys check that out if you haven't already. But for now, let's actually dive in to the meat of today, the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Yeah. Start us off with a recap. Yeah, so to start us off, Ray, Finn, Rose, Poe, and Chewbacca are all getting ready to celebrate Life Day on Kashyyyk. Ray is wonderfully training Finn as a Jedi, which was super exciting. But things aren't going so well. As Ray is scouring the ancient Jedi text, she discovers a mysterious event that occurs only once a year on Life Day. It kind of reminds me of the Dwarven Key, right? That includes the phrase, quote... With a key to the galaxy's past, a Jedi's future becomes clear. Ooh. She travels to the specified temple and finds a crystal key that opens portals to the past. Very worlds between worlds vibes here, which we'll be talking about mm-hmm. at the close. And after going back in time to several events of the prequels and the original trilogy, she accidentally starts picking up characters. Flo, speaking of picking it up, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the characters she picks up is the Emperor, our favorite Sheev. And he decides he likey and wanty the key, which he's very clear about. And he teams up with Kylo Ren to try and get rid of the Skywalkers forever. Rey realizes with Yoda and Luke's help that the missing element to her teaching wasn't knowledge or technique, but connection. Ooh, so deep. Mm-hmm. And we get a nice little showcase of past Jedi Masters and their Padawans together as friends, as well as teachers and students. My personal favorite, of course, Annie and Obi in the elevator. Give it <laughs> all to me. <laughs> Complete with a big bouquet of roses. Oh my gosh, it was so good. <laughs> what, they didn't see me? Hello it there. was it was honestly it was flawless. Uh, eventually, Ray manages to defeat the Emperor. She takes back the key, sets everything right before heading back to the Life Day celebration, which has grown to include friends and allies from across the galaxy. Mm-hmm. That's right. And so, one of the things that I just wanted to note about this, I was doing a little bit of research for today's episode and looking at the cast list for this special. It's actually really really cool to see. You've got this really great blend of actors from the main films, like Billy D. Williams comes back as Lando, Kelly Marie Tran comes back as Rose, the OG, Anthony Daniels. Obviously, they're not going to make any kind of a Star Wars movie without him. He's back as C-3PO. And then you've also got actors from the animated series, like Matt Lanter, Dee Bradley Baker, um, who are Anakin and the Clone Troopers, respectively, James Arnold Taylor, who was Obi-Wan Kenobi from the Clone Wars TV series. So, I mean, it's a holiday special. Everyone likes to come together for the holidays. Yeah. (laughs) And there are just so many standout moments throughout this thing. So I think we're just going to kind of start rapid firing off a few of our favorites. Sarah, would you please get us started? Yeah, speaking of graphically and musically, the legofying of the new Star Wars intro was a really sweet and subtle way to kick it off. Just a Mm. great way to say this is lighthearted, but definitely, as Anders was saying, rooted in the canon. And the music was, I mean, you expect this out of Star Wars, but absolutely fantastic. Mixing the Force theme with holiday music really was freaking special. They open that book and Yoda starts narrating. It was so cute. It was so, so cute. But speaking of cute, something everyone looks forward to in Star Wars. Colleen, what is that thing? Trade disputes, you guys. Yes. 
<laughs> we came up with this movie. <laughs> Obi-Wan, young Obi-Wan's bored, bored, bored. Why do we care about a trade dispute? Let's just die. It's one thing. Lego Star Wars just loves absolutely dumping on the prequels. Yes, yes they do. And the writing for that dumping is fantastic. <laughs> Including another great one. They do love to dump on Lucas. <laughs> when the two Hans, an older and a younger Han, say, want to shoot first at Greeno. <laughs> so good. After you. Then, after you. Yeah, after you. And then, of course, the triple Obi-Wan, each Obi-Wan from the prequels. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> dead. So dead. Flo, what were some oh. of your favorites? <laughs> I mean, okay, so I nearly fell off my couch laughing, for real, when Lando opens his gift, says he hopes it's a cape, it is a cape, and Akbar goes, it's a wrap! Oh my god. Like, <laughs> Whoever thought of that, if you're watching this, you deserve a raise. Go get yours immediately. Um, and then, of course, Dio's, I miss my friend and his little sweet voice. And Poe says, me too. It was, it was so cute. So, so Poe's so whole thing throughout the episode where he's like, no, it's allergies. It's oh, allergies. my gosh. Generals don't cry. Softie. I love him. And his sweater. Can we talk about his sweater? I wanted Poe's sweater. It was so cute. Perfect. <laughs> Just like, honestly, the one true ship, Poe BB-8. Um, and then there was a great relook at do or do not, there is no try, right? And then Luke, being such like a good little millennial student, isn't trying a good thing? Yes. Yoda, participation trophies for Jedi, there are not. There are like, not. Yoda, a little bit like GOP in this. <laughs> honestly, like. Come the on, clearest man. he's ever been as well. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. He's hardcore. Man, Yoda. Uh, Anyways, Anders, <laughs> what do you have for us? <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's just so many, like, fantastic little moments. The, the two clone troopers who are basically on, like, traffic duty going back and forth with each other having this banter, and then, they're, like, they're finishing each other's sentences. It's like, it's almost like we're the same person. So good. <laughs> um... One of my favorite, absolute favorite Lego Star Wars bits is our guy Palpy, the Emperor. He's just got the E and Vader have this like Michael Scott Dwight Schrute type office relationship between them. Every time he tries to like zap you with Force Light Me, he actually usually says like Zappy Zap. So good. Um, and I mean, it's a holiday special though, so your villain really does need to get his moment of redemption, you know. He almost got his screws and Grinch redemption moment as he's tumbling down the reactor shaft. He like realizes that Vader's mug was actually a very, very sweet gift. And you know, what happened then in a galaxy far, far away? Pappy's small heart grew three sizes. Oh wait, nope. He died anyway. It's fine. I mean you can't <laughs> survive that. It was very clear. You cannot survive it. Obviously so, not. It's Star no. Wars. You cannot survive going no, off of a cliff no. or down a shaft. No. Not when the shaft explodes. <laughs> Unless you're Maul, though. But the shaft exploded. Like, that was my only thing. I didn't know if that was a call out to Maul. <laughs> Oopsies. Well, we'll get to him later. <laughs> yes, we will. Oh, man. Oh, I'm stealing this one. I love this one. Yoda's line. Uh, lines about connection when he's trying to tell Ray that she had the power within her this entire time. For real, guys, I was crying. Okay. <laughs> Quote, all living things, the force connects. In connection, strength we find. And happen, great things can. Like this podcast. I was a bad Our connections, <laughs> our connections throughout 
because we didn't know each other before we all listened to the same podcast that we all liked. So yeah, yep. very and serendipitous. Most of us have never met in person. That's true. <laughs> Absolutely. <too. laughs> yeah. So that's just like I was like hold in the tears, clean it's fine, it's Legos. <laughs> I did not hold in the tears. Sarah, that's what else though. do we have? <laughs> yeah, it was it was so good. So yep. Good. What we have next, speaking of tears, is a cute little cameo of Baby Yoda with the Mando theme music. So that was really great to loop in that part of the galaxy. I love that. And as the defender of droids, big shout out to BB-8 for very adorably standing up to Kylo Ren with his own lighter, like a little lightsaber. <laughs> it was so precious. And his hand on the hip moment was absolutely hilarious and precious. Oh, BB-8's got so much ass. I died with it. When BB-8 checked his watch, I was like, go get it. It was absolutely like the beating heart of this thing, though. Like, he was that friend who's telling Ray, like, no, this is not where we need to be. We need to go be with our family. Exactly. Oh, man. Yeah, we we said Maul earlier, but this also just (laughs) made me cackle. Maul shows up when, like, everybody starts showing up, and he's just a torso. So good. (laughs) He's still got his lightsaber, but he's just a half a Lego. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> my poor danger snack just got snapped right in half uh luke always having the carton of blue milk always and then and then of course shirtless kylo <laughs> and poor <laughs> hux's reactions to shirtless kylo I'm Yo, adam driver sorry it i was a little about the blue milk i'm and on a separate note another thing because I have a lot to say today. <laughs> Go for it. In terms of like coronavirus slash marketing, I really hope that Galaxy's Edge starts selling blue milk in a carton. Just so like, A, there's less touch points and B, it was adorable. So we yeah. in cartons. Mm-hmm. And second of all, I just want to say thank you, Vader, for shouting out Batu Galaxy's Edge. We know you went through all the gift stores to get that one <laughs> mug for Palfi. <laughs> Thank you. I hope Disney that you're going to. Do they have that, that mug? Do they have that mug? I hope so. <laughs> yeah, they've got it. Oh, yeah. God, the shirtless Kylo. I mean, Adam Driver's just having a week. Did any of you guys see him yeah. make uh, the appearance on John uh, Oliver this yes. week? Yes. <laughs> was that a joke or was it real? I don't know, and I was very confused. <laughs> There's no way he agrees to do that, and it's not a joke. Yeah, right, that's why I was like, this has got to be a joke, right? It's but like, I mean. The shirtless Kylo, the the want to shoot first, the hello there. I mean, Lego Star Wars just does such a good job leaning into that like memeified version of Star Wars yes. and the fandoms, and it's just so adorable. Mm-hmm. Hugs just tripping over his words and saying things like "naval." I was just like, I mean, naval. I mean, I am deceased right now. <laughs> it was so so good. Well, if we moved kind of to our critics' corner, Flo, what was one of our critiques, you could say? Um, so we didn't have that many critiques, but one thing is that we did not get to see everybody. Clearly, we were missing definitely Ahsoka and then a bunch of the Rebels crew as well. So that was that was a little disappointing, especially with the Ahsoka tease from Mando um, last week. It would have been actually nice. wondering if that's why they didn't do it. Yeah, Possible. maybe. Well, and Andrew. Andrew's boss didn't show up either. Where was Hondo? I know. Hondo wasn't there. My boy, he would have been the no. life of that party. <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, on the Rebels crew, it was a little disappointing we didn't get to see some of our favorite 
characters included, but I did notice a lot of like several like more subtle connections to things like Rebels, you know, raised doubts about training Finn and her kind of doubt in herself, very, very reminiscent of Kanan and Ezra when they first really start working together. The temple on Kordoku was a little bit spikier, but it did have kind of that like spiral spire look to it, like the temples on Lothal did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Colleen, you made that Yoda's line about connection and how we're stronger together that way. Mm-hmm. Very much a callback to Ezra's innate empathy and his ability to connect with creatures. For several hours on that exact topic, please check out our <laughs> series on Ezra Bridger. Yes. <laughs> Um, we promise we love Ezra yes well and then we knew they were teasing us with the poster having Finn holding the lightsaber but like as soon as I saw it was yellow I was like that's not gonna be his and then Ray giving him that wooden practice saber that was like that was tough yeah didn't work for Kanan when he did it to Sabine so of course it's not gonna work work. like way to like ruin people's confidence that's messed up. Yeah, just For destroyed sure. him. You saw his face like, oh. But I am glad in the end, even though he definitely needs a lot more practice. I mean, it's not exactly a turkey cutting material that lights. Yeah. Him. But at least they had, they had a knife. They got it back. Yeah. They had a carving knife. <laughs> I see you've played Saber Spoonie before. Like, what is happening? Why are they using the lightsaber on the freaking bird it was so good it was wild. i don't know personally so i really like how much time we spent in the past because i'm a prequels girl but yeah <laughs> I and i wanted a little struggle. more in the future i know they probably can't tread on a lot of future toes just because there's probably content coming but i really wanted more with like rose and poe and bb that would have been nice and i was like can we get more of them though because they need more fleshing out i mean we already know that Luke yeah. is like this, but then I don't want them to cut any Palpy or Vader. So, that's the funniest part. The only when the two Vaders. Oh God, the two Vaders. <laughs> the two Vaders were great. Yeah, that was awesome. I did. I did. But oh my I mean, gosh! If they gave us shirtless Kylo, I needed shirtless Anakin waking up sweaty at night. Why? Did oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my. They only gave me half mall. Yeah, they gave you half mall. What did I get? I got Anakin holding a bouquet. Come on. Which was romance. Subtle romance. It was very (laughs) Speaking of shirtless Kylo, though, it was so not okay of Disney to show us this being Ray's first time seeing him. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Yeah. That was like I was like, no. (laughs) No. I kind of wish that she hadn't seen him. Because yeah. then all she gets to say is goodbye, Ben. Right, like, but then I take I take one. it as I take it as totally not canon. Like when we say yeah. at the beginning of it, because like to me, Kylo died before he got his like full redemption arc, and that's what's just set in my mind. So like mm-hmm. this Kylo was just for this Star Wars movie period. <laughs> Absolutely. But then I mean if they didn't see each other, then we wouldn't get that hilarious moment where Ray like gets the crystal right past him and he's like, uh, oh, should have seen that coming. Seen that coming. <laughs> just like the <laughs> that lightsaber. Was, that was funny. <laughs> And he, I mean, he just loves spinning in the chair. You can't deny the boy <laughs> spinning doesn't? both ways in the chair. I also <laughs> <do>. <laughs> Everybody loves a spinning chair. 
Well, it sounds like we're kind of getting a little bit into our reactions. And I know one of the things that we really, really wanted to talk about, although I think Flo kind of needs some earmuffs for this, is dealing with whether or not there was a world between worlds like Portal. So what do at least two slash three of us think about this? The portals were very, very similar, or Mm -hmm. do you two disagree? No, I think I... it looked very similar. Like it, it was like a portable version almost because she couldn't, she didn't have like direct control. It seemed at times it was like she was tumbling willy nilly through time and space yeah. instead of having the control that Ezra could have had. So it wasn't exactly the same, but if this becomes canon, then Ray would have a connection to the world between worlds, which is like, I don't know if I want that. It is an extra power for sure. Anders, what what do you think before I... I think it was definitely similar to the world between worlds. It's definitely like what they were thinking, the way mm-hmm. the portals were working. It was yeah, a combination of that and the, yeah. uh, the Doctor Strange type deal. Um, yeah, the, the hands That wax thing. on, wax off kind of thing. Yes, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. and I mean, I did notice every time a portal opened, it always was to that kind of like black little... Mm-hmm. Star-studded sky thing, so a little bit more like not just like a direct portal to exactly where you were going. Yep. So, I mean, I think that's definitely where they got the idea. Obviously, this is Lego Star Wars. It's it's they can do whatever they want. (laughs) They can build whatever they want. For sure, (laughs) exactly. I think you two hit the nail on the head in that it looks so similar to it visually. It acts very similarly, although there's not a direct path that leads from it which is what we expected from Ezra Bridger. But I do think that it is fair to say that at least in this Lego universe, that was at least that initial starting point, kind of like exactly like the Lothal Temple, which is why it looks similar on the outside and acts Mm -hmm. similar on the inside. Mm -hmm. So for sure. Whoa, anything to add, yeah. <laughs> I was I was just watching his dark materials last night as mm-hmm. I think Oh yeah. yeah. So I was just mm-hmm. like, oh look, like we're just going from world to world <laughs> everywhere. And then obviously I've been watching Outlander and I'm like, oh look, another show that like doesn't care at all what happened in the past. It won't affect yep. the future in any way. Whatever, anyways, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. And I'm watching Agents of Shield right now, which just had a portal. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. And a portal. plot line. Yeah. So portals like, be popping. <laughs> portals all over the place. It's so crazy. Um, I do, I do know that there are certain people, especially one, in fact, who's a fan of the pod, who would be really excited if this was the world between worlds, and Ray can now access it because then she might be able to pull Ben Solo out of it if he's stuck there. <laughs> That'd be nice. I would watch that. I would watch that. 10 out of 10 times. Mm-hmm. I would go read some fan fiction oh, about sure. <laughs> <laughs> you would go write the fan fiction about that. That's true. I actually definitely would. I mean, just give me more shirtless Kylo and it'll write itself. <laughs> it's true. You don't really need anything else. No. Nope. Just a couple entendres by Ux and you're good to go. there's <laughs> uh, what else? So, I mean, I just... Watching this whole thing, it was just such a fun ride throughout the whole thing. It kind of acted almost like a love letter to the Skywalker saga now that that's officially closed and I said this earlier kind of like leaning into that memification type deal and general acknowledging things from the fans especially things like dumping on prequels is something that Legos does a lot in these things and dumping on Lucas I mean (laughs) mean, 
we didn't see him here, but in other uh, in other Lego Star Wars content, they um, you know shoot Jar Jar out into space, and every once in a while, you just see him floating by. <laughs> well, they did mention Jar Jar. The worst they thing did. is Jar Jar's speech. <laughs> <of the planet. laughs> that was a great line. That was a great line. <laughs> But it's still, I mean, even within all of it, it still had all of the great trappings and, like, things that make a good holiday special. You, yes. The you music, have, just like... I mean, your your average Hallmark movie, you start out with a lady who's just got tunnel vision on what she's trying to do, and then she learns that she needs to actually be back with the people she loves instead of focused on her mission. I've never actually seen a Hallmark movie, but as far as I know, that's pretty much how they all no, go. No, no, and the fact My that she had the stars. <laughs> Yeah, and the fact that she had the power within her the whole time. Yeah. Like, she had what she was looking for you the entire time. Everything. That's yeah. that's everything, yeah. Well, and she's going back to the hometown boyfriend, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did like how Yoda said that he failed Luke oh, in yeah, that, that try cool. moment. Mm-hmm. That, I was like, oh, here we go. We're actually getting into something here. Where Yoda admits that he was wrong good well i actually was wondering about your opinion on that like that central lesson that what was missing from your teaching was not your technique it wasn't the knowledge you have but your relationships your relationship like as the Mm -hmm. teacher among us (laughs) what you kind of thought of that yeah but but like don't the jedi isn't one of the core tenets to like not have attachments or am i like compassion which you define as unconditional love essential to a jedi's life but then when he described them as not just just students and teachers but as friends i was like oh yoda has evolved it's like Mm -hmm. he's actually realizing that yeah I feel like that's a new, newer age thing, not necessarily consistent with the originals. But that's no, this fine. is like Ghost Yoda. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ghost Yoda has grown. <laughs> it is interesting because I was actually on TikTok today, just like I always am. And <laughs> I, I stumbled upon some Obi-Wan content where it was like a viral thing, but it was Obi like ignoring Annie's trauma and like refusing to address it. Yeah. Like how Mm -hmm. much taking that time to connect with him on that level might have changed things. And so it was nice to see, you know, Yoda telling Ray that, you know, he fucked up, he didn't connect enough. And she can. She can connect with Finn on that level. And so she's the new Jedi. Like she has that option to change things. It's like, oh, we're getting so profound about Legos. It was great. And I mean, it's still kind of teaming that central lesson. I I just rewatched Rise of Skywalker. Um a few nights ago and not relitigating the whole movie or whatever but that one that movie really does bring into the forefront the lessons of that are again reiterated here and are there throughout the entire the entire nine skywalker films that idea of that you are stronger together that the bad guys win when they make you think that you're alone and it really just takes coming together for that. And it's just a really nice little wholesome holiday message. <laughs> also, I mean, I'm just going to say the the way this thing looks, I mean, we're talking about animated Legos here, but it looked incredible. Was, the yeah. texture on those characters, like it looked like had that hand-painted plastic look. Mm-hmm. The capes yep. or the the, uh, the wraps had... <laughs> I thought All the black capes. Luke knows that you have to just go against the guys in the black capes, yeah. but we're good. I got it. <laughs> it looked like real like fabric that you would find on a Lego. Yep. I thought the paintings on the ships were inc- was incredible. Just like mm-hmm. all the like dings and like little scratches on them. I that like really jumped out to me and that's not usually something I notice. So that was really good. 
It was beautifully done. And when all of the crystals were spinning like Christmas lights together, oh, another yeah. moment where I was like, <laughs> so I have watched a lot of Hallmark movies. <laughs> Some of them do make me cry. I am a sucker for a freaking Christmas holiday movie though. So this, is, this was perfectly my jam for today. <laughs> Yeah, it was just great. Just loved it. 10 out of 10, Kyber Crystals. Mm. Yeah, Absolutely. 10 out of 10 for sure. Definitely. <laughs> well, I think then that's where we should leave it for today so that Colleen can go watch some more Hallmark movies. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> Thank you so much for being with us and come back with us next time as we continue exploring new geeky goodies. You can enjoy us in our podcast or YouTube format and either way, smash that subscribe button, smash it, and leave us those five-star reviews. <laughs> Check out our website at bohemiangeekstudies.com where you can watch all our episodes, enjoy Colleen's wonderful book corner where she's reviewing Star Wars literature, and contact us through email and social media because we'd love to hear from you. And as always, keep telling other nerdy knights to join us because as this movie has taught us, community and connectivity is everything and it really does help. Yes. Until next Life Day and the next time we drop another good video on you, keep that tip yip on the table and those episodes streaming. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye. Happy holidays. <laughs>